Hi neighbor, my name is Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, Bible class teacher, and ambassador of encouragement. I would like to welcome you to a special three-part series of Anchors of Encouragement. For those of you who are regular listeners to this podcast, you might recognize a pattern that I use on a regular basis. Here's a little behind-the-scenes look at how these episodes are created. After I record the episode, whether it's just me or with a guest, I like to go back and listen for an audio clip that I believe conveys the overall idea of that episode. Those clips become the intro for the episodes. Recently, I interviewed Dr. Rick Morton with Lifeline Children's Services. If you haven't listened to that interview yet, it is episode 93. During the post-production for Dr. Morton's interview, I not only found one audio clip I wanted to lead the episode with, I found three. That presented a dilemma. What to do? It's a good problem to have, but it didn't make sense to have three versions of the same interview. So I selected what I considered to be the best audio clip, the one that conveyed the overall theme of the episode, and I went with that one. It still left me with two really good audio clips. Then one morning while I was journaling, I had an idea for how to use all three of them. Each one of these clips spoke about a different aspect of adoption. And it just so happens there was a unique word to describe each clip. So for this three-part series, I'm going to lead with the audio clip and then park on the word that spoke to me and share some observations about that word with you. Sound like a plan? Here we go. Part two, grief. But sometimes as parents, we're confused by that and, and it catches us off guard because we think, we think they've grieved it and we've put this thing to bed and it's gone. But in reality, all we've done is, is we've helped our kids to deal with it in a particular moment where they are today and they may need to regrieve this later at a different level of sophistication or a different level of understanding or or with the ability to see it from a different perspective and that that's something that we really need to be you know kind of detectives for as well because just like a lot of the other things that we see in our kids grief may come out in a in a really dysregulated way in our second audio clip Dr. Morton alluded to the possibility that adopted children will from time to time revisit their grief. For those of you who are not adopted, I would like to share a quick story as to why this happens and also why it's good for it to happen. In episode 74, I told the story about a day when I was feeling out of sorts. At first, I couldn't put my finger on why I felt the way I did. But the more I thought about it, I realized I was approaching the one-year anniversary of my mom's passing. When she died, I grieved her loss. But now, one year later, I found that grief resurfacing. All of us have experienced grief to some extent. Grief does not go away. For adopted children, this grief, this loss is intense. What I would like to do in this episode is to share with you a tool that can help adopted children revisit and process their grief. This is a tool that I've talked about a lot on this show, 
It's a tool my son Johnny used when he was in residential. The tool is journaling. Today I would like to consider journaling with you and view it through the lens of grief. I have five different points to share with you. Number one, as adoptive parents or those who want to be the anchors of encouragement for adoptees, it's important to encourage them to revisit their grief. It's better to revisit grief than to suppress it. Suppressed grief can manifest itself in negative behavior. It can manifest itself in a child being sad. It's better to revisit it and process it again. Point number two, encourage adoptees to embrace their grief. Again, don't suppress it. Don't push it to the side. It's better to embrace it. Now, as we look at this through the idea of journaling, as adoptees embrace their grief, we go to point three. They are feeling their feelings. And this can be done through journaling. The quote I've shared with you multiple times when my son's therapist was explaining journaling to me, she said, you can think a feeling, you can speak a feeling, but if you want to touch a feeling, you need to write. In other words, you're feeling your feelings by journaling, by writing. As you're feeling your feelings, what you are doing, as we get to point four, you are investigating those feelings. You're digging deeper. You're becoming your own detective. You're understanding yourself at a different level. And then we get to point number five. And this is the one that I really believe exemplifies why journaling is such a powerful tool and why you can use it for yourself to revisit, to process your grief. As we mentioned in episode 97, these children are heroes. But a hero doesn't have to be reckless. A hero doesn't have to share everything about themselves on social media. They need a safe space to process these real and raw emotions. So as we consider point five with the aspect of journaling, journaling affords an adopted child guardrails. It gives them guardrails, this safe space to be vulnerable and to process their real and raw emotions. Another quote I share with you a lot on this podcast is from Anne Frank. Paper is more patient than people. There are things you can say to paper that you would not want to say to anyone else. And you can do so with safety. You can say these things. You can start to understand why you feel the way you feel. And you can say these things and get them out of your system. Let's get to your daily doable and look for ways that we can help facilitate journaling for adopted children and how they can use it to help them revisit their grief. I know adoptive parents want to be the mentors and encouragers for these heroes. You can encourage them to journal. You can walk them through these steps that we've outlined today. You can tell them it's okay to revisit their grief. It's okay to embrace it. It's okay to feel these feelings. It's better to do all of this than to suppress it. You can tell them they can investigate. They can touch these feelings with pen to paper. But they can do so safely. 
They don't have to share this on social media. They can share it to paper, and that's where it can stay. But by doing this, it's going to help them process their grief on an entirely different level. Parents can do this. Friends and family can do this as well. You could buy them a journal. You can say, here's a journal. I don't need to see what you write in this, but here's some things you might consider. I would like to give it a try. I think if we can share these ideas with adopted children, we can help them to navigate these challenges that they face. Again, these these feelings and this loss and this grief, it's deep and it's hurtful. The only way to really address this in a healthy way is to confront it. And this is one of the ways that they can do it. And they can do this at any time, any place that they need to. That's all for this episode. I want to thank you for joining me. We have one more audio clip to consider in this series, but that's all for today. Until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now.